1450 AM WKXL, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 in Manchester. It is Kalen Company, and we are presented by Weed Family Automotive, conveniently located at 124 Stores Street in Concord. You can call for an appointment right now, 603-225-7988, or you can make an appointment online if you should desire at weedfamilyautomotive.com. Our guest today on this edition of Kale & Company is John Kelly. John is a trustee of the Walker Lecture Series, a Concord tradition since 1896. And, John, welcome to Kale & Company. Great to have you with us. Thank you. A pleasure. And, uh, John, I, I know you haven't been there since day one in 1896, but you have known about the Walker Lecture Series for uh, quite some time. I have. I'm happy to be a, a Concord native. I was born at Concord Hospital, and I moved around a little bit as a child, but uh, attended Concord High School. I remember the Walker Lecture Series even as a teenager. I only went to a few, but one that I went to was the Amazing Kreskin. I remember him. Yes, <laughs> I remember from the Johnny Carson show. Sure, Merv Griffin, all of them. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was attracted by the fame, and I went, and I really, I really found him amazing. And I was entertained and afterwards really started to think about how he did some of those things and even read a book called Big Secrets that talked about the way some mentalists worked. When I became a trustee, I had a chance to read a book by uh, Mark Edward, who was a psychic, but his shtick was that he exposed the trickery of psychics. Ah, okay. And in his book, he talked about how he did it. And I, I had seen him on the Penn and Teller show doing the same thing. And so I called him and asked if he would like to do a Walker lecture for us. And this was in the past. He mm. did this last yeah. year. But it was a great uh, circle for me to be able to start with a psychic right. and exactly. end, with, end with a psychic. Yeah, that, that is really something. But uh, uh, you were in, in your teenage years, I know, when uh, you saw the amazing Kreskin. And uh, he truly, I, I never saw him in person as you did, but uh, on TV, he was just, uh, you know, just incredible. And I'm sure the same thing was true uh, live. Yes. Well, he was a great entertainer. Yeah. And it was a very entertaining evening. Yes. And realizing that made me start to think, well, of course, he's an entertainer as opposed to a, a scientist. Mm -hmm. That made me a little bit skeptical in a, in a good way. Yeah. So I learned something. And that is part of our mission. We do have the word lecture right. in our name, but we try not to stay away from entertainment as well. Correct. And our, our, our best visitors, or some of our, our best visitors, are, are both enlightening and entertaining. Don't let the word lecture keep you away. All right. It, it may keep some away, so we <laughs> want to debunk that a little bit, you know, but, you know, uh, it's been known as that for probably since uh, the start of it, right? Right. Uh, yeah. 1892 was right. when Abigail and Timothy Walker left the money to make it happen and the mission and the directions. And 1896 was when the program had its first performance. 1896. Well, that's not the year you saw Kreskin, but uh, yeah, the Walker Lecture Series has been a conquered tradition for a long time. I am certain there are people out there who have uh, lived here all their lives that uh, have never heard of it, uh, perhaps. But uh, most have, I'm quite certain. 
But, you know, we have a whole new audience now in, in Manchester with a great new signal there. So we're hitting some people, I'm sure, that uh, have not uh, been aware of the Walker Lecture Series. And in a few minutes, we'll talk about the lineup for the spring of uh, 2022. And I think it will really uh, blow the socks off a lot of people, if you were. So at any rate, John, by the way, is a former teacher, former English teacher at Concord High School. So if any of you are Crimson Tide alums uh, here, John, yes, it is that same John Kelly that uh, taught you English and many other things at uh, Concord High School uh, over the years. But I also know uh, from reading your biography that uh, one of your legacy legacies at Concord High is Concord TV. That is one of the things that I'm very pleased to have been associated with. I got to work with wonderful people. I was part of a of a team that had the vision of having a television studio, a public access television studio, mm-hmm. accessible to the public as part of you know democracy, as part of having a First Amendment and living in a community in which people cared about discussing ideas. Part of the vision was incorporating the high school, actually the school district, mm-hmm. into that, using the space, but also making opportunities available for students to participate in democracy and community and communication through television. Well, it is quite a legacy because it is a great service to the city of Concord, covering all kinds of meetings, all kinds of events, uh, sporting events as well. Uh, very well-rounded uh, channel, 22. And uh, so you, you have to be proud of, of that accomplishment, you and, and others that helped found it. Yes, the people I worked with to, to help begin it, uh, people like Blanche Tyson and Rosemary Lanier and David Tyson, and forgive me if I've forgotten others, were very good at making that vision into a reality. And then over the years, as the torch has been passed, those people, right now, Josh Hardy, have been very good at implementing that vision. Yeah, they certainly have. And uh, it's, it's a wonderful service that we have here in, in the city of Concord. So if people can't make it out to the, the meetings uh, that are held on a frequent basis or the sporting events or other events uh, as well, uh, you can always rely on, uh, on Concord TV. Uh, getting back to the, the Walker Lecture Series for a little bit, uh, what some people may not know if they have never attended one of the events is that it is absolutely free. All of these events are free of charge at the uh, beautiful City Auditorium in uh, Concord, right behind City Hall and on Prince Street. So I, I know there was money left in, in 1892 when the uh, first uh, Production was 1896, but how do you do it after all those years? How do you maintain the fact that it's free? It, it is free, and that is a wonderful treat, and we want people to feel invited and welcome, whether they have money for a ticket or not. We, and we require no tickets, so people are welcome to walk in, and that is one of the one of the treasures, one of the privileges of the Walker Lecture Series is that it is always free. How do, how do we do it? Well, I, I can't take much credit for it. Abigail and Timothy Walker had the vision, and they left an amount of money that was real money in those days. Mm-hmm. You, you might look at that now and say $30,000. You know, you, maybe I, 
my parents bought a house for that a long, long time ago. Right. Yeah, it it yeah. doesn't seem like real money anymore because of the way our, our world is. But it was real money, and their generosity and their vision made it happen. But the money has been well managed by a number of professional managers. And we are privileged to have professionals who do that. And when the economy, at least when the investment part of the economy is good, then we benefit from that and share the benefit with the community by continuing to keep things free and available. Now, do you have people who sponsor the series? Are, are there sponsors for it or how, or how does it work? No, not, no, not in the sense that you mean, not in the way that you mean. We rent the city auditorium, right? So we pay a bill for that and we pay for cleaners to right. clean when we have an event at the city auditorium. Yeah. But the city itself does a lot of work in order to make that place beautiful and well-kept. Mm -hmm. And we're grateful to them as partners. I, th I think they do more than what we pay, more than the rent covers, mm -hmm. because they've had a, a many-decade commitment to making this beautiful space available right. to the community. Yeah. Yeah. There's also another organization that we're not directly related to, but I admire and appreciate, and that's the Friends of the City Auditorium. Okay. They do a lot to keep the space well used. They do a little bit of fundraising in many ways. One of them is that when we go back to normal times, we will go back to a tradition of having an intermission with cookies, a cookie break that not only involves cookies, but also often involves the opportunity to mingle and interact with the people sure. who are presenting information. Yeah. The cookies are by donation. And people who make the donations help the Friends of the City Auditorium, which helps the auditorium, which helps the city. I look forward to the time when that sign of normalness yes. might return. That would be a terrific thing. So, And people buy the cookies? And, and that's, uh, that's how some of the revenue is generated anyway. That is. Yeah. That. People are, yeah. people are, I see a lot of generous people who put a dollar in the jar whether they eat a cookie or not. Sure, sure. I, I guess so. I, I mean, our... Uh, donations suggested? Is there uh, anything that, you know, where people go to one of these events and they, they make a donation? I, I, I think we're looking for people's presence. Mm. So come to the yeah. event and you know, share a, a thank you with the other trustees. Yeah. Alwyn Fine is one, Dale Harrington, Paula Demers, Joanne Martin. All of us try to attend as many as we can. Yeah. Uh, Joanne Martin and, uh, Alwyn Fine are, are probably the best attenders because Joanne is our sound tech and Alwyn is oh, frequently our house up, manager. Right? <laughs> That's right. So say, you say hello and say thank you, but we're, we're not looking for a, a financial yeah, donation. It's amazing. I mean, it, it truly is. I mean, uh, yeah, $30,000 in, in uh, 1892 was worth a lot more than $30,000 is today. And uh, those uh, amazing financial people have been able to stretch it out uh, low these many years, so it's it's truly an amazing story to me. It, it truly is that all shows are free, uh, no tickets or reservations are required. All the performances uh, start at 7:30. I'm just reading from uh, the WalkerLecture.org uh, website, and I suggest folks that you uh, check it out as well because there is an amazing uh, lineup of talent starting in February of this year. So actually, as uh, we record this show, less than a month away uh, for things to start up with the uh, 
Walker Lecture Series. And that first show is going to be a, a terrific one in itself. It's going to be a, a busker's night in. You know, buskers are those people, musicians who perform uh, on the street corners or on the street or maybe in subway stations looking for donations for their, uh, for their musical talents. And it's going to be produced by uh, the person who I think arguably perhaps is the best musician, not only in the entire state of New Hampshire, but maybe in New England, in Jordan Tyrrell Wysocki, an amazingly talented guy, and he's putting the whole thing together. He is, and he's, he's bringing his friends. He will be performing, which is a treat, and he's also bringing his friends who have been buskers. And I'm so uh, happy to hear that you knew the meaning of that word because it was a new word to me until I visited Scotland. And I went really? to the Fringe yeah. Festival in Edinburgh and learned the word busker. I, had, I, had, I knew the word street musician or street performer. Right, yeah. But that's what a busker is, and you, you hit the nail on the head. And we call it Busker's Night In because it's cold it's in indoors. February. Yeah, yeah, I'm and sure it will be. in the be. nice, yeah. warm, beautiful city auditorium. And I know that uh, Mike Morris... Is another is one of those friends. I don't know what else uh, Jordan or who else Jordan is bringing us for the lineup, but both Jordan and Mike are well worth the the price oh, of admission and uh, and more. Yeah. I saw Mike Morris perform this summer in downtown Concord, and I'd seen him before, but he was wonderful as usual. And I am optimistic that they will all be wonderful. Oh, I have no doubt about it. I'm sure Jordan will put together a terrific show. As, as long as he is there, it's going to be a terrific show because I've seen him. Uh, on many occasions, uh, his dad is a good friend of mine, and uh, and, and Jordan uh, has become a friend over the years, but he is just an incredible, incredible musician, and uh, he is in, in high demand, for sure. I'm glad uh, we've got him. Yeah, and uh, he, he, he's, he puts on an amazing show, folks, so don't you miss it. Write it down, and uh, you, you might have... Now, you know, you don't need tickets. You don't need uh, reservations of any kind. So sometimes I would have to think that there's uh, quite a line of people outside when the door is open uh, for these shows. Sometimes there are, yeah. and sometimes yeah. there are not. And I am willing to consider either of those situations a, a success. Mm -hmm. When we have a big crowd, we're happy about that. Last season, we opened with a band called Studio Two, which is a Beatles tribute band. Okay. And... Of course, everybody loves the Beatles, and yeah. we did fill the house, and that was a fun night. There was a, a spontaneous dance party. Another night, we have fewer people. A couple of years ago, we had an opera. We experimented with opera, mm -hmm. and that was not a big seller. But it meant that the, the 60 people who were there got to see an opera without having to pay Metropolitan right. Opera and, House and tickets. It's pretty pricey, folks. Yes, and, it is. And it was an opportunity. It was an opportunity that was provided. So we don't always measure by the side of, by the size of the house, although we're happy to see a full house and we welcome people to come and encourage people to come. During these strange times where people value distancing, yep. the city auditorium, which seats more than 800 people, 800, huh? yeah. ha has been a good place for that. So if we have a smaller show, if we have just a few hundred people in the auditorium and people are comfortable and they get to sit far away from each other, then that's a that's a success as well. A little social distancing, uh, perhaps. 
But uh, uh, it's just uh, an amazing thing. I mean, you have uh, from 60 to 800, depending on uh, the performer. And you say Studio 2 pretty much packed the place last year, huh? They did. Yeah. It might have been two years ago by yeah. now. It's all yeah. a blur. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Like so many things are. <laughs> but but uh, Jordan Tyrrell Wysocki producing Busker's Night in. So you'll hear from some of the uh, outstanding musicians uh, in the area and uh, beyond. So uh, mark your calendars for February the 23rd for that one. And uh, next up is March the 2nd, the Rockin' Daddy O's, an evening of doo-wop. So that, that should be a lot of fun. I think I, I'm sure it will be, and I've seen that this particular band. I've not seen all of the performers that we have contracted, but I have, I'm lucky enough to have seen the Rock and Daddios. Coincidentally, both times I saw them in Laconia, and they they sing songs that are crowd pleasers. Yeah, I bet they'll be dancing in the aisles that night. I I hope so. For the Rock and Daddios, with uh, I'm just reading from uh, your, your website here, fun tunes like Blue Moon and Run Around Sue. The uh, Rockin' Daddios and their backup band bring tight harmonies and a great doo-wop sound and, and even some audience participation to the Walker stage at the City Auditorium. So that, that is terrific. And I know for a fact, having seen shows in the past, that uh, the acoustics at that facility are very, very good. I'm, I'm happy to hear that because we want that to be the case. And I know that some community organizations have worked hard to improve acoustics. Both the community players Mm -hmm, and the friends of the auditorium value that. Over the COVID times, the city helped install a new curtain. And I believe that will be one thing to improve acoustics as well. And our friend Joanne, Joanne Martin, uh, is a master of the soundboard, and she makes everybody sound good. There you go. Now, I've seen a number of uh, community players' presentations there, and, and frankly, I'm a little hard of hearing being in radio all these years with headphones and what have you, but uh, I could hear everything uh, perfectly. And I wasn't, I wasn't in the front wall. I was kind of in the, you know, the middle like, uh, of the, uh, the orchestra, but uh, no, I, I could hear everything. So it was terrific. So if you're worried about that, don't be. Because the acoustics at the at the Audi are just fantastic, in my opinion, anyway. I'm not a sound musician, uh, but uh, they sound good to me. So that's all that counts, I guess. John Kelly is with us, and uh, John is a trustee of the Walker Lecture Series. It's been with us since uh, 1896, after uh, a grant was left in 1892, uh, proposing a, a series like this, and I wonder when it was proposed back in 1892, if they ever thought it would still be going on uh, well, well over 100 years later. You know, it's amazing to think about. And I'm, I'm grateful that it is. It is a sacred trust. They trusted the future. They trusted us to keep it, keep it running. And uh, I, I guess I guess you did, and uh, with, a, with a lot of success. We'll talk more about the schedule uh, coming up and the uh, Walker Lecture Series, which is, uh, has a, a great lineup for the upcoming season, which begins, as we said, on February the 23rd with Busker's Night In, produced by Jordan Terrell Wysocki, and uh, also on March 2nd, the Rockin' Daddios and Evening of Doo-Wop, but a lot more to come. Uh, here on Kale and Company at AM 1450 WKXL 103.9 in the Capital Region, 
101.9 in the Manchester area. We're presented by Weed Family Automotive and WeedFamilyAutomotive.com. Welcome back. It's Kale and Company. Great to have you along with us today on AM 1450 WKXL, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 1019 in Manchester. We are presented by Weed Family Automotive, 124 Store Street in Concord. You can make an appointment right now. Give them a call. Bobby and Charlie standing by at 603-225-7988. Or you can do it online as well at uh, WeedFamilyAutomotive.com. Another thing you can do online is check out this uh, season's schedule for the uh, Walker Lecture Series. You can do that at WalkerLecture.org. And our guest is one of the trustees of the uh, Walker Lecture Series, and that is uh, John Kelly, longtime teacher at uh, Concord High School. And, uh, John, what else do you have uh, on the, uh, in the lineup this year? Coming up in uh, in March, after the after the Rock and Daddios on March sixteenth, we have a string quartet. So for something completely different, right? for something completely different <laughs> yeah. from doo yeah. but but similar in that it might be new to people. I yeah. I must admit I only know a little bit about this quartet and about the composers whose work that I'll be playing. But that is one of the benefits of the Walker Lecture Series is the opportunity to try something new. And even though I already know I love doo there might be people listening who don't know if they love doo-wop. Correct. But the Some price is right. may not even know what doo-wop <laughs> is. But, uh, <laughs> the price is right to come in and try something sing. new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and similarly with the string quartet, the price is right to come in and try something new. Uh, they're, they're playing Opus 96 by Dvorak and a, a couple of pieces by some more contemporary people, one by Gwyneth Walker, who is a New Englander, and another by Florence Beatrice Price, who was really the first African-American woman to be commissioned and recognized as a symphonic composer. And that is coming up on Wednesday, March the 16th at 7.30 p.m. In fact, all the shows are at 7.30. And again, if you missed the first portion of our show, all of these shows and uh, you know other events are absolutely free at the Concord City Auditorium on Prince Street, right behind City Hall. And uh, so the Walker Lecture Series, I mean, it was, it's was it been named that uh, from the start in 1896. Was there ever any thought to change it? I think we have a, uh, something that works well. <laughs> I, it obviously does. In, in New England, we yeah. say, if it ain't broke, right. don't fix it. No, exactly. It, it, it has worked well for many, many years, obviously. But, uh, you know, people, as we talked about at the top of the show, sometimes you hear lecture and you say, oh, no, I don't want to sit through a lecture. But you know, obviously, this is a lot more exciting than, uh, you know, most lecture series, I'm sure, in terms of the uh, diversity of uh, entertainment and, you know, e- educational programs uh, that you have uh, as well. Because uh, uh, Wednesday, March 23rd, your, your following event after the String Quartet uh, from the New Hampshire Seacoast, the next event is uh, concerning uh, Central and South America. And that is a travelogue. And by that, I mean it's a film. Some of the time will be spent watching Marlon Dara's film. So it is a little bit like the Travel Channel, but with one important difference. Marlon Dara will be there. In in, person. In person, in the flash, ready to talk with you at intermission, ready to take your questions, ready to introduce the film, and ready to comment occasionally during the film as things happen. 
he calls himself the world's most traveled filmmaker. So he's the guy who took the, who, who ran the camera and can tell you about the adventures behind the scenes. Travelogues have long been a staple. Yeah. Because there was a time when the Travel Channel was, was unavailable. It did not exist, right. Yeah. And, that, and that's why lectures, I think, were a popular part of our culture. And you're right that sometimes we hear the word lecture and, and it has some connotations to it. But I don't think those connotations are fair. And, and certainly as a teacher, I think there's great art to, to um, speaking and informing and entertaining with, with one's voice. We do have some events that we might call a traditional lecture, and we have had some in the past, but they are provided by lecturers who are good at it and interesting mm -hmm. to listen to. And certainly uh, this uh, film, uh, a travel log, if you will, uh, through Central and South America presented by Marlon Dara is going to be uh, very, very intriguing. And, uh, and the, the great part of it is, as you pointed out, John, that he is going to be there, and uh, at, at intermission, he'll be happy to take your questions. Hopefully, there'll be cookies at that intermission. You never know. By, we'll by we'll March, see. You never know. <laughs> you never know. But uh, hopefully, there will be. So that's March 23rd at, uh, at 730. And then after that, you have Brent Weinbrenner uh, and uh, Japan, Land of the Rising Sun. And he is a filmmaker as well. So like Brent, oh, I'm sorry, so Brent Weinbrenner, like Marlon Dara, is the guy who took the pictures mm -hmm. right, and took the film and had the experience of being there and will be here in Concord in the flesh to talk with us about the experience of making the film as well as what he learned and what we can learn about Japan. He's new to our series, although if you came to his presentation in the fall, then you've met him when he had his debut in Concord, when he talked about and showed lovely film of Guatemala. So he is new, but not brand new. That's Brent Weinbrenner, Japan, Land of the Rising Sun. And I appreciate that you pointed out that it's always at 7.30. We try to have some consistency so it's easy to remember. There you go. It's always a Wednesday, almost always a Wednesday. Okay. Uh, Wednesday at 7.30, but it's not necessarily every Wednesday. It seems that way sometimes well, because we have packed the calendar this year. I COVID guess so. yeah. made us make some changes that led to our packing the calendar this year. But it's always a Wednesday, almost always a Wednesday, almost always at City Hall, and, and always at 7.30. The, the rare exception is when we partner with the people who produce Messiah, Handel's Messiah, but that's had to go on the back burner because of COVID. Mm -hmm. it, it will be back. Well, that's good. And, I, and I'm sure like uh, most other events, the Walker Lecture Series, as you pointed out, uh, has been impacted uh, by COVID. And I'm, I'm sure a number of performances have uh, had to have been canceled. We, we, were, we had to scramble like everybody else. And, uh, and we did. And we're grateful that uh, performers understood that. And performers are in a tough position. Sure we want to support yeah. the arts. We yeah. want to support the people who have dedicated their lives to doing that. You mentioned Jordan. He was one of the people we first contacted. He was scheduled to bring his friends, his busker friends in a couple of years ago. And he, uh, he set the tone. He said, whatever you need to do, yeah. I'll, I'll work with you. Let me know. Just, just, you know, keep me posted. And so we did that. That's why and now he's going to be our spring season opener on the 23rd. We did have to scramble. 
I'm sure. And our friends at Concord TV helped with uh, being able to send some performances out over the airwaves. Mm -hmm. And our friends at Hatbox Theater helped with providing a space where we could invite Concord TV to come and record performances. That is a little bit harder than it used to be because the people who did not have broadcast copyright clearance, I'm sure that you in the radio business have right. talked about that before, yeah. Yeah. Had, to, had to say no. But everybody who could did. Yeah, and... You know, it's been going on so long, the, the series, as we mentioned, since 1896. And, you know, I, I have to book guests for, for this show uh, on a daily basis, which, which is great, part, part of my job. But who does all the booking? We, we do as a team of five. Yeah. So there are five of us. There's, there's me. Dale Harrington is our president. I think I mentioned Alwyn Fine and Joanne Martin. Don't remember if I, if I mentioned Paula Demers. And she's certainly a valuable team member. She's the one who found a couple of our, our favorite performers for us. One of them was uh, Adam Swanson, old-time ragtime piano player, wow. who was part of our fall season and who will be coming back in the, in the future after this season is over. He will return, folks. He will. And she also found for us Patrick, Patrick Anderson, a scholar of film, whom we'll talk about in a minute. So the five of us do the booking. So it's a collaborative effort. That, that one is a collaborative effort, and it's nice to have the five of us because we all have different favorites and we have different yeah. perspectives and sure. things we like. Artful Noise, the string quartet, we, we booked them, but the idea was planted by our friend Judy, a friend of the Walker Lecture Series, a regular attender and yeah. enthusiastic member of the audience who one day said to us, I saw this quartet at my church. Or at, at one of the churches that she yeah. in town, yeah. and she suggested that we check them out, and we did. We were happy to hear suggestions. Outstanding. So, so you want some feedback from the folks who have attended uh, your shows in the past and intend to attend them uh, in in the future. So, you want feedback, and I know uh, one of the things I read on your website is that you want to build up your email list. We do. I'm very happy to say that uh, we have a thousand people on our email list now. I just joined today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy because that was kind of my not my project. It was a project I volunteered to take on, and part of this experience has been a learning opportunity for me. And I learned how to use Mailchimp. Uh, one of our friends from the community players helped me master that, and we now have a have a, an email system and would love to have people who are interested in the shows on those. We try to send, I try to send out something only when I have something to say, mm -hmm. but I will be sending out a, a complete schedule. And each week when we have a new show, I try to send a reminder out for that. And we welcome anybody to be on the email list. So how can you do it? The best way is to go to the Walker Lecture Series webpage, walkerlecture.org. And on the first page, on the home page, in front of what is now a picture of the Rock and Daddios, there is a big button to click. When I first started it, I did say, you know, I'll send you reminders, I'll send you announcements, and gee, I hope I don't ever have to, but I might have to send you a cancellation. And then COVID hit, and yeah. we did have yeah. inconvenient news to spread, but I was grateful for the technology to spread that news to people who might otherwise have shown up at the door and wondered sure. what happened. Yeah. 
Exactly. John Kelly is with us, one of the trustees of the Walker Lecture Series, a Concord tradition since 1896. We'll take a quick break and uh, talk about more. Folks, there's more schedule uh, to talk about for the uh, spring of 2022, which begins in February. So I'm glad that your spring begins in February. That's good to know. The 23rd, right, with uh, Jordan Tyrrell Wysocki and his busker friends. And we'll talk more with John right after these words on uh, AM 1450 WKXL 103.9 in the Capital Region. 101.9, our new signal in Manchester. We're presented by Weed Family Automotive, located at 124 Store Street in Concord. WeedFamilyAutomotive.com. Welcome back to Kale & Company. Great to have you with us today at AM 1450 WKXL, 103.9 in the Capital Region, 101.9 in Manchester. We're presented by Weed Family Automotive at 124 Store Street in Concord. John Kelly is joining us today, one of the trustees of the Walker Lecture Series. It's been around since 1896. We have talked about uh, uh, several of the of, uh, programs that are going to take place this season, starting in February. And uh, let's move into uh, April now, uh, Wednesday, April 6th, specifically. And this one is going to be uh, quite a night. It's Counterfeit Cash, a tribute to Johnny Cash. That's right. Counterfeit Cash, as in the man in black. Indeed. This is a group that uh, has comes with a, a band, as well as a soloist who channels Johnny Cash. They recently made a, a field trip, and they sent me the recording they made. Their field trip to, to build uh, their, their relationship as a band and to exercise their own interest in Johnny Cash is they went to, uh, they went to Tennessee, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's Memphis. They went to the Sun Recording Studios sure, yeah, yeah. and recorded some Johnny Cash songs there for their, for their CD, for their album. And talking to them as, as we figured out the details, you could just tell that their, their passion about uh, honoring Johnny Cash was sincere and strong. And they sent me a copy of the CD, which I have enjoyed, but even more, I'm going to enjoy seeing them live. We encourage our performers to bring things, to bring merchandise. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't yeah. mean to be crass and commercial, but when that is realistic, we encourage our performers sure. to bring merchandise. Well, that's a way that we can all as a community support performers and artists and people who, who make a living doing this. Counterfeit Cash, like others, will be invited to bring any of their CDs to the lobby to share. Oh, that is terrific. So that is uh, Wednesday, April 6th for you uh, Johnny Cash lovers, and there are a lot of them out there, and uh, at the City Auditorium. And then the following Wednesday, the 13th, you mentioned uh, just a moment ago, uh, Patrick Anderson, and this is going to be a good one. I, I love this one, The Art of Film with uh, Senate Chaplain Keaton and The Art of Silent Film Comedy. Yes. Our, our friend Paula, Paula Demers, a trustee, uh, found Patrick Anderson, who is a film scholar, who uh, currently he, he teaches at Colby Sawyer College. I heard him deliver a lecture probably 20 years ago. And again, it's an example of the kind of thing that it's, it's a lecture and he's good at delivering a lecture. So it was very entertaining and, and broken up with relevant film clips. And you, uh, you described it well. He's presenting two different uh, lectures. One is the art of film. That is how to read a film. 
And the second is the art of silent film comedy. It sounds like a terrific night. It really does. Anyone who considers themselves a film buff, or even if you're not, uh, you you will enjoy it. If you've never seen, you know, a, a silent film before, uh, you you will enjoy it for sure. It's well, a great experience, yeah. and it's hard to. I, I, as much as I appreciate silent films, it's not as much fun to sit alone in my living room with a DVD right. to watch no, no, these I comedians yeah. I admire. But if Walker Lecture, yeah. be with friends. It'll be, it'll be funny, and people will be laughing together. Right. And it'll be a live experience the way that uh, it was meant to be. Yeah, exactly. So, again, uh, April the 13th at the uh, City Auditorium. And, again, most of these are on Wednesdays. I think everything we've mentioned so far has been uh, on a Wednesday. And, folks, there's still more to come, believe it or not. It doesn't end there, but we do have to take uh, one more break here. And uh, John Kelly is with us. John, the trustee of the Walker Lecture Series, a Concord tradition since 1896. And uh, what a tradition it has been. And uh, we'll be back to talk more about it right here on Kale and Company, 1450 WKXL, 103.9 in the Capital Region, 101.9 in the Manchester area, presented by Weed Family Automotive. And don't forget, you can stream us 24 hours a day at NH. TalkRadio.com. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company as we head down the home stretch on this edition of the program. And it's brought to you by Weed Family Automotive at 124 Store Street in Concord. WeedFamilyAutomotive.com. John Kelly, a, a trustee of the Walker Lecture Series, is uh, kind enough to join us today going over the uh, 2020 spring schedule. And I see on April 20th, one of the groups I'm, I'm familiar with, uh, it's an evening of a cappella with mixtape and Ball in the House. And I've heard uh, Ball in the House a number of times. but It's been a, a number of years since I've seen them in person. But uh, they came in one time to a station I was working at here in Concord and did some jingles for us at that time. So that was a fun experience when they came in. I think it was when... Pretty much they were just starting out, but uh, now they've been around for a while, and I'm sure both those groups, Mixtape and Ball in the House, will be very entertaining. Uh, they're both a cappella groups. They're both entertaining, and they're a little bit different. And I think you'll like both of them, but the idea with an evening of a cappella is to have two different styles and an opportunity for our Walker audience to enjoy two different styles of a cappella. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, Mixtape, I'm not familiar with them, but uh, uh, they come from Dover, uh, New Hampshire. And uh, they are going to span uh, music from uh, the early 20th century jazz to modern radio hits. So uh, they, they cover the gamut, I guess. They do. I think that's why they chose the name, the Mixtape, to yeah, uh, right. suggest uh, an eclectic style, an eclectic uh, collection of different styles. And, you know, I think most people's musical tastes are a bit eclectic. You know, they'll range from show tunes to country music to 70s music. You know, and if, they, if you have a mixtape, folks, these days, uh, you're probably uh, in, in my demographic. But uh, <laughs> That's right. I'm not I sure if think, people use the word tape uh, anymore, but right, it, it means true. something to me. Yeah, yeah, me as well. And, and Ball in the House, I, I could not, they just, the first time I saw them was actually in a radio station setting and just just the 
the the sounds they could make with their mouths is incredible. It really and truly is. I first saw them at an acapella festival. In fact, uh-huh. I saw both of these groups at an acapella f- festival that was called Voices of the Six O Three. Okay, yeah. And when uh, and, and I and I enjoyed both of them. Mixtape was beautiful. Yeah. When Ball in the House came out, I spent a few minutes saying, "Wait a minute, is this really acapella? Yeah. Is there a yeah. is there a drummer? I'm looking around. Is there a drummer behind the curtain somewhere? Right. Yeah. Because they were so skilled at recreating." Just with their voices, the, the sounds of instruments. Oh man, are, are they ever? And uh, yeah, I have not seen them for a number of years, but uh, looking forward to it on the twenty twentieth uh, of April, Wednesday, April twentieth, an evening of acapella with mixtape and ball in the house, and then one more. There's still one more, folks, and uh, that's another one that intrigues me as well. It's on uh, Wednesday, May eleventh, and that is uh, introduction. It is called. A tribute to Chicago, and not the city, but the music group, the, Chicago. The pop music group. Yes. Which yeah. brings me back to my to my uh, high school day. Me too. Riding me too. on the bus, and listening yeah. to that band, listening to Chicago uh, on the radio. Oh, absolutely. And uh, so many great hits that they've had uh, over the years. Uh, but uh, that that is uh, going to be a terrific show uh, a, as well. Now, the name of the group is uh, Introduction. Have you heard them? Only, only through the miracle of YouTube. Okay. As I was getting yeah. ready to, so I'm, so I, I have not. Yeah. Except through through YouTube, I'm looking forward to them. It'll be a new experience for me. I understand that they called themselves Introduction because that was the name of a Chicago album at one time. I guess it was their first album, according to that, well, the website. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you know, an album that began a musical legacy that spanned five decades, but it still continues. Chicago's still out there on the road quite a bit. But speaking yeah. of the miracle of, of YouTube and being able to get a little bit of a preview, sometimes when music is new to me, I benefit a lot from preparing. I, I, I tend to like a song when it's a little bit familiar. Yeah, and perhaps yeah. that's a, a flaw in my brain, but it's helped me to to go listen on the webpage walkerlecture.org, Every performer has a learn more button, and you can go by clicking the learn more button to the introduction band webpage, and they have video clips and audio clips and pictures, and everybody does this. Even the folks who are not uh, musicians, you can learn about. Uh, Patrick Anderson scholarship, for example. Mm-hmm. Even the folks who are not musicians have some background information. And I encourage people who are curious to go before, and I encourage people who are who uh, especially enjoyed a group to go after. If you love introduction, you can go to their website through ours yeah. and and sign up to, to keep up with them. That's one way we got uh, one, one of our bands, the, the Counterfeit Cash people. They were friends with Studio Two and saw on the Studio Two website that they right. were playing here. And a, a number of connections were made simply by clicking the magic button. Uh, TheWalkerLecture.org is, is good for that as well. And uh, connections are very important. So uh, the Walker, uh, Walker Lecture Series, Walker Lecture Series, Walker, Walker, why do I say Watcher? <laughs> WalkerLecture.org is the website, and we encourage you uh, to sign up for their emails. John would like that. Mm-hmm. If we could double that, at least double <laughs> it uh, from 1,000 to uh, more than that, 
Uh, John would appreciate it, but uh, it all begins uh, for the spring on uh, February the 23rd. We're moving spring up just a, a little bit, which is a good thing. I, I hope it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, a harbinger of things to come. February 23rd at 7.30 with a great show produced by Jordan Terrell Wysocki, uh, who is truly an, an amazing musician. You'll, you'll see him that night, and he is producing Busker's Night Inn. Uh, which should be a great way to kick off the spring 2022 season at the Walker Lecture Series. So, John Kelly, the time has gone by very quickly, and uh, thanks for uh, running down the schedule uh, with us today. And, uh, folks, if you have never attended a performance of the uh, Walker Lecture Series, uh, this would be a great opportunity to do so. It's something, absolutely something for everyone. And, John, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And that'll do it for this edition of Kale & Company. Thanks for joining us right here on WKXL.